This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You heard the big voice, man. Can't see Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan, live from Radio Row in Las Vegas. And right now, it's time for the C-Block starring Corey Majors. I'll be very honest. I thought it was our duty to drink all the waters that DJ brought (laughs) over here today. But I I just realized he brought something. That's for G bag too, probably. Like I thought that we, I had to drink all this water today. You get free waters for covering the Super Bowl. Here. Are you kidding me? This yeah. is awesome. Oh yeah, this is awesome, Sometimes man. Sometimes Pepsi and Cheetos. All right, so and wings. The wing place is open now. When I say propositions, see you later. What I'm referring to regarding propositions Prop is we bets. are in we the already did that. we are in the city of sin, Kevin. Oh, and there are a lot of people on the streets in uh, in Las Vegas that will proposition you oh i don't know if any of what we're going to get to in a few minutes is whether any of us were (laughs) propositioned this week and we will discuss that momentarily mike all right so we will get to that momentarily but first Uh i want to get to the audio from demarcus lawrence i think you believe he was on first take and this we kind of discussed this a little bit but i wanted to everybody to hear what Demarcus Lawrence said about them by it's the end, by the time they got to the end of the season. All honesty, I think the main thing is who's burned out, man. Uh, you know, long season um, team dominantly healthy throughout the season. You know, um, the legs get tired, but also. Um, you know, you got to give hats off to Green Bay, man. They came out with a great game plan, um, you know, rolling out towards Micah and, and running away from me. I feel like, you know, that's that's what they needed to, you know, get their game started, and they jumped on us fast. I just want to make it very clear. I'm fine with the second part of the answer. It's the first part of the answer. That That's an embarrassing answer. There's, there's two parts of that answer, too, like two completely different parts. Because the back part of it, when he talks about running at Micah, running away from me, running away from Micah, running at me, that wearing them out. It did. Arizona did it. Multiple teams this year used that exact. The Buffalo Bills perfected it in that game with James Cook where he just destroyed the Cowboys because they said, watch how we're going to do these things. The One of the big factors is if you have two beef, beefy guys in the middle, that's not gonna, they're not going to be able to do that. Those guys can push the middle of that offensive line around enough to where if you try running on the edges, you're going to get caught by the guys in the middle. That's something I wanted to address. That's one of the factors, one of the reasons I've been begging for the Cowboys to take the defensive tackle part seriously. Take your nose guard seriously. Take that seriously. Put somebody good there because then Micah can do better things. The guys on the outside can do better things. They Demarcus didn't have couldn't. It he was year. burnt out. Uh, and okay, and now we'll there's, get in. There's now, too many games this year that they had to play. They played more games than the other teams. This is what I don't out, understand man. because when we hear from a lot of people in the organization, they talk about how much Mike McCarthy 
pays attention to these guys. Yeah, we bodies. don't even practice much. Yes. The Cowboys don't even practice much. He takes care of them in such a good he, the players like him wow. because he takes care of their bodies by not he watches their GPS all the time to make sure that their bodies are fine. How in the F are they burnt out by the end of the season? What I wanted more of what are you burnt out by? What what were you burnt out from? Are you just tired of football at the end of the year and playoff time? It's I time to go do something special. I think doesn't matter to this organization slash these players. They yeah. they did their job. They made the playoffs. That's the goal of this organization. And then they they force them. It it sounds like they forced the Cowboys to play a playoff game, and the players like really don't want to. If we lose, we don't have to play anymore, right? And they're like, if you lose, it's do or die. So you don't get to play anymore. And like, that's great. I'm burnt out. Honestly. Mike, I hate it when you say stuff like that. I've told you that. That agitates me in the past. But when you hear an answer like that, I just kind of have to throw my hands up. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know how to defend it then. Like, I don't know what to tell you. When the answer was, we just got tired. It's a long season where you play literally the exact same as everybody else. And, and he even said we were I, healthy. Yeah. We were healthy. That we we're dominantly healthy this year. As if that's one of the reasons they got more tired. Because, is because injuries there? didn't give you a natural break. I don't know what to say. I hate, hate that answer. This is, I'm, I'm just going to ask this to people listening because most everybody listening is a Cowboys fan. How can you be a fan of this team? I'm not anymore because this is – that's your leader. That's your number one leader on defense. This is the guy that's teaching all of these guys how to be, how to act, what to say. That's your leader. That's the guy teaching Trayvon Diggs. That's the guy teaching Micah Parsons. That's the guy teaching whether you like Mozzie Smith or not. Like, he's the one who just told you, that's eh, all right, we were burnt out, man. Like, yeah. we all – we got a – they got an extra check, too. Good for them. Yeah. They got an extra check for making the playoffs because in the playoffs you don't make you know your your salary anymore. You get an extra check. Obviously, the two teams in the Super Bowl get a much bigger check than losing in the wild card round. But they're like, dude, this is great. They gave us like an extra $60,000 this year, whatever it was, to play in this game. It's hard to argue against that today. And and that's, where, that's one of the other things, too, is like I was listening to Emmett this morning with Sean and RJ and Bobby, and <laughs> – you heard Emmett say, Michael knew I wanted a Super Bowl. Michael knew I wanted these things. He w- And he was the heart and soul of the team. So Emmett Smith is the guy that he's doing that work. But Michael Irvin was like the guy that was out there going, I'm not letting you let up today. Not, not Emmett, yeah. but I'm not letting you over there let up today. I'm not letting you let up today. And then you just hear, who, who does he give the credit to? He gives the credit, all the credit to Jimmy Johnson when he's saying, this Jimmy would tell us now. Now he's given us that fire up speech, and I just you always hear these coaches are like they don't need to they don't need me to talk to them. Do, I guess they do. They do need to hear from their head coach that it means more when you get to this next stage because they found a way to be burnt out. This is disgusting. What Demarcus Lawrence said. His career is almost over. In a way, if it was a guy in their second or third year, you'd have a veteran guy say, "Hey." That might have been our best chance. Dan Campbell, after losing in the NFC Championship game, said, guys, it's going to be tougher to get to this point that we got to. So maybe this was our best chance. Demarcus Lawrence is like, you know, 10 years in the NFL, got my uh, full pension, making 20 a year. Got nothing to say, man. We're just tired of playing football. If you're burnt out this past year, 
I can't bring you back next year because you're going to get burnt out again. Like, that's the only, only thing I can think is, and let me just, unless you sit him out five games. But, now, see, and I think we're focusing on the wrong thing here. He didn't say, I was burnt out. We. He said, we were burnt out. So, if that's the case, I think it goes far beyond him. Now, I will say, I, think, I saw one or two people say, hey, maybe he just misspoke. If that's the case and he comes back out and says, that's not what I meant, great. If not, he's talking about a lot of players on this team. I, and, you know, I'll add this, Kevin. There, there are a few things that I, I do take into consideration. Dan Quinn could have been burnt out. Dan Quinn had options in front of him. Dan Quinn looked like he ran out of plays. Like, dead serious. Watch the Green Bay thing. He looked like he ran out of Warren, – did Warren Sapp say that yesterday or today with us? Warren Sapp, I do think he said he ran out of plays. He ran out of, of ways to bring it all together because he was looking at the end of his season and he's going – I don't have the players to do what I want. Yeah. And and I think and I do wonder if Dan Quinn was just like if he didn't have the pedal down the way he should have in that. Now he's gone. Again, he's gone. There's nothing that I can do to change that. But I can't have like Mike just said, I can't have the leader on my defense saying I'm burnt out. Micah just walks away from everything. A dude that's like, he's saying, I'm so passionate about it. Just walks away from it like, man, I'm just done with this whole season. Look, and and Mike, I I hear what you're saying. I do. And I see plenty of other people that agree with you. I just, I don't think, I don't know why. I don't think I can stop watching and rooting for my my hometown team. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish, because I really like Lamar Jackson. I wish I could start being like, hey, let's reexamine that Beckham season. Let's talk about Mark Andrews. Like, I just can't see caring about another team to this level. Well, I think this is tough because obviously Mike Zimmer is the new defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys, and we're going to get all distracted. Like, can he do this? Can he do that? It doesn't matter. These guys don't care to win a championship. Like, they just admitted the leader of the team, the guy who's most tenured, I guess maybe Tyron Smith might be more tenured, the guy who's most tenured on the team, the guy who's been here the longest, the guy who's the Cowboys spokesperson, in that locker room, I get Dak's more important. I get that. I get CeeDee Lamb's more important. The person who's speaking for the team in those meetings is Demarcus Lawrence, and he could give two craps about winning. And he no, doesn't care. And nobody in that room could convince everybody to dig deeper. Like that's where I'm like, nobody in there was like, you know what, guys, it's they time to rally. It's time. It's time. They had for to us do to Monday night even. football games. They had to do Sunday night football games. They have to do the Sunday out or the Thursday afternoon Thanksgiving. They had to play on Christmas Eve this year. They were burnt out, man. Like all the other teams didn't have to do those things. So they were excited when you work for all of this time to become a legend in this sport. Demarcus Lawrence is going to be completely and totally forgotten in the sport. By the way, he doesn't get that or understand that right now. Ask the guys who go around here that are Hall of Famers. How many times do we see a Hall of Fame jacket and we're like, who the hell is that? Yeah. Mm. Demarcus Lawrence ain't making the Hall of Fame. He won't be remembered now. He did make a lot of money playing the sport and has two or three years left of his career. But he doesn't get it because it's the Cowboys way. It's a disgusting way to be. But it is this way in this organization. If, if you if you now this was listening to words but if you stop listening to jerry and just watch his actions if you then hear some of these things that your team leader is saying winning is not a priority in this organization it's money fame and the other thing now 
Back to Vegas, Kevin. Last oh. night. What an interesting transition from uh, what the other thing. Yeah, the other thing. Uh, last night, my, uh, Alec, go ahead and get that music queued up. Last night I was asleep, and I, I fell asleep a little early last night. I, I bowed out of the dinner uh, and said, guys, y'all go have fun. I need to just get some rest. Do you know I didn't go to the dinner? Uh, huh? Do you know I didn't go to that dinner? I mean, you said you were Nazareth. out in the text, Kevin. Yeah, but the reason is on their website it says, $15 per person to split the check. Oh, yeah, an 18% gratuity. There's, yeah, there was a lot of chaos on that, too. But I said I'm out on this, and around 2 a.m., I hear this music playing. <laughs> Turn it up, Alec. And I'm like, where the F is this coming from? Hold on. You wanted to know where did it come from? Yes. And then if it got turned off, would you want to know where did it go? <laughs> where did it come from? And I'm laying in bed, and it's above me. They're ready for the seventh inning stretch of a Ranger game. I yes. don't know how many people were in this room, but for one straight hour, this song played. And <laughs> oh they were stomp what? dancing. What were you on? I'm on nine. So uh, they're on ten. On they me. were stomp dancing around the room. And at one point, they were sliding their bat. I guess everybody had to go to the bathroom at the same time because <laughs> they were sliding their I could hear it. <laughs> and this song is blaring. Boom, boom. And I'm just going, oh, my God. And it's Vegas. If I call the front desk, are they going to care? Are they going to go up there and tell them to be quiet? And I was like, somehow i got to figure out how to how to sleep through this. Now, fortunately, I had gotten some rest. I, I'd been, you know, rested to then. But at 2 o'clock in the morning, when you hear Cotton Eye Joe, I was like, man, I'm in a Rangers game right now. It's the seventh inning stretch, Except baby. Except we just play old school Cotton Eye Joe. We don't do new school Cotton Eye Joe. So that was that, was that awesome. moment. Now, oh, my gosh. For then, an hour, though? Yes, for one hour. They went Did you hard. Cotton Eye Joe? I did not, Mike. I was, I was like, no. Yeah, I, wanted, I put pillows around my ears. And then I was like, I'll put my earbuds in. Didn't matter. The stomp dancing was going nuts last night. Now, this morning, though. I did when I got up and I started walking out. I see a man walking down a hallway, and he's got a woman next to him <laughs> with a very, very short dress on. Oh. She is kind of Pretty strolling. Woman. She's kind of keeping him standing at this moment as they're walking to the room. And at one oh. point, he looks over and he goes, baby, I don't understand a word you're saying. Let's just get to the effing room. Oh and she God. goes, but you have but no insurance? And she didn't speak English. No, she said insurance. no insurance. And I was like, I have no clue what that means. But he was, was just a job like, interview. Job interview. Oh, obviously. She was wor- worried about benefits. Job yeah, interview. so that was what was going on. My opinion. I'm not taking any pictures or anything like that. My opinion. They had finished up the night, and he'd found himself an escort for his bedroom. Now, y'all's thoughts. Oh. You all have seen a lot of the, the stuff that goes <laughs> yeah. on, the seedy underbelly yeah. of Las Vegas. Kevin? I pulled you, Kevin away. You had an opportunity to walk the yeah, strip. I did. You had an opportunity to get handed lots of uh, little pamphlets. I did. That say, uh, come see our show uh, <laughs> at this place tonight. <laughs> Kevin, were you or were you not propositioned? I was propositioned. There were two gals in tiny skirts who were topless with pasties on walking down the street. And... I had ear earbuds in. Like, this is how nerdy I am. I was walking the strip and listening to a wrestling podcast. But, like, <laughs> and, and, like, but, she, yeah. But she still, she stopped me, and she was, like, rubbed her arm on my arm and go, 
what about you, big boy? Want to make a run? And I was like, no, thank you. And I just kept walking. I thought, like, having my headphones in would allow me to just keep navigating around people. What but if she was asking if you just wanted to go for a run? Like, she's like, yeah. obviously, oh, this guy's yeah, got his earbuds like, you in. know what? I then haven't gotten my two-mile no. jog yet. Yeah, then definitely no. Because she was going to outrun you? Is that what it was in her heels? I mean, I feel like there'd be some things working against her does it hurt wise. i have no clue yeah does if girls don't have a bra oh, on yeah. and they go running do their boobs hurt afterwards depends on how big your boobs are but yeah valid okay. question mike now kevin i do want to know would have been asking that the pasties hold them up kevin how did that make you feel compliments a compliment compliment is a compliment definitely a compliment now mike yeah you too ventured around the seedy underbelly of Las Vegas yeah. throughout this week as you were gambling they were selling dozens sex, of dollars yeah. away. I lost like 60 bucks. Did you? Overall. That's not That's not like I get you, but that's not that bad. I'm a loser. Kevin or Mike, were you? That's the second time. Proposition in Las Vegas this week. Yes, I was. <laughs> And did I say yes? No chance. We'll never know. I, there is no way. Now, you told there, me the story this morning, and I want you to say it the whole same way you So told there was a lady in, let's say, black leather lingerie with a whip, like with tassels. Oh, oh my goodness. And she slapped her whip, and she looked at me and said, hey, bad boy. And I looked right back at her and shook my head, and I said, no. <laughs> He did not want to be Adam Levine. She goes, hey, bad boy, like trying to get my attention, cracking a whip, and I looked right back at her, stared her in her eye, shook my head, and said no. I will tell you, at that point, because I'm assuming she's like in her 20s and I'm in my 40s, she looked at me at that moment and was like, she was like, I don't know if she has a dad or not. But I looked at her. She might not, what she's doing for a living. And... I looked back. She looked at me and was like, oh, that was just like a dad looking at me in total disappointment in my life choices. That being said, how did it make you feel to be propositioned? And also the guy who looks like a compliment. Is a compliment a compliment? I decided I didn't feel as a compliment, and I didn't know why I was a bad boy. I was like, I'm wearing jeans and a flannel shirt. And I'm like, I'm not a, I'm not dressed as a bad boy. I don't do bad boy things, but you're calling me a bad boy. I don't play for the Detroit Pistons in the 80s. It's like, hey, bad boy. And I'm like, I'm not bad. I mean, I, some, look, I make, I tick off my wife sometimes, and she thinks I'm bad at times. Oh but I don't know God. if I'm a bad boy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what she wanted me to do. Like, if I say, yeah. I'm a bad boy. I want to be a bad boy. I don't want to be a bad boy. I want to be Adam Levine. I don't want to be a bad boy. I'm not a bad boy. You're a bad girl. You shouldn't be having your butt hang out like this. But on the here's street. the thing: it's a good thing you didn't tell her you're a bad girl, because then she, it would have been oh, problems yeah. for oh, you. Yeah, it, it would have been, been on. But I tell you what. I think for a few seconds, I made her think about her life choices as I looked right into her eyes and said, no. <laughs> she said, and she was like, like you know what? I should probably go to college. <laughs> and there it is, Kevin. I'm so happy that Man. Masterpiece of the Week is coming up now. <laughs> We're Good the luck, KNC Alex. Masterpiece <laughs> right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, let's talk a little bit more about the Super Bowl. Who will you watch with? What are you most looking forward to? Who are you rooting for? And then we will get into Masterpiece of the Week. It's going to be an action-packed segment, as if that one wasn't. (laughs) Next, live on Radio Row in Vegas on 105.3 The Fan. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Check the motion man. Purdy scans. There's Ayuk in the middle to the end zone. Touchdown. And there it is. They go up top. And Brandon Ayuk. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. Thank you very much to the Low T Center for making this trip happen. Also, thank you to Best Buy Windows and Siding. Now, we got a lot of feedback from our last segment. I want to hit these two. They might be my favorite. For the 3-2-1, maybe Mike misinterpreted. What if she called him a bat boy because he was in baseball? That is a quality question. And then from the 4-6-9, guys, that segment was so good that my friend called me from his job asking me, dog, are you listening to this crazy S? And we both said it was the best segment ever. I so thank you very much. And we're going to try to top that maybe. We're going to get to Masterpiece of the Week in just a few minutes. But real quick, I was reading something. It was essentially ESPN put out a Super Bowl survey about how people take in the Super Bowl. What percentage of Americans will watch at least some part of the game on Sunday. 41%, Dirk Nowitzki. Um, 68%. Ooh, close. 74%. Wow. So they plan to watch at least part of the game. Do you to- think, like, what's that? Um, wow. The, 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 what's up? Is something big? Uh, according to uh, the Twitterverse, Hot and Dirty is heading to be the Seattle Seahawks defensive coordinator. That is our defensive line coach. Uh, They plan to hire as their defensive coordinator. Our dude from England, Dirty, played in the NFL Europe, NFL before embarking on a coaching career now at 44. Dirty is heading to the Seattle Seahawks to be their defensive coordinator. I'm sure Zimmer has a lot of people he can bring in. I mean, Zimmer actually, actually, that's that's not a bad – I'm sorry, Kevin, kind of – no, no. This is pretty big breaking news here for the Cowboys because they got to add somebody now. Dirty's gone. Your mic's not on. Yeah, you hit a button. There's a red button to hit. The uh, uh, but yeah, so there's Dirty heading off to Seattle. Seattle as their, as their DC. Yeah, I, I mean, I had heard that he was seriously in consideration for that Cowboys gig. Maybe yeah. if they weren't able to work for the Zimmer stuff, but he is well respected uh, and he has quickly been climbing up the ranks. So not a shock, but that's a bummer. Yeah, that's very it interesting. Doesn't matter. Dak's still the quarterback. Yeah. I mean, it really doesn't. To me, in my like, this is all the things that Jerry's like. Look over here. Look at all these things. Look at the coaches. Hey, Nimrod. Like, get a get a better co- head coach and quarterback, and you maybe just, you have a chance. You need better players too. I mean, Demarcus Lawrence yesterday really set me off. 
Why? Uh, it's we were, a long we were, season. We they had to gassed. play so many more games yeah, so than everybody, everybody else. else in the entire Who's national league. We used to play the exact same amount of games. Like, what the hell are we doing? And it's the playoffs. If you can't get a second wind for the postseason, which is why you go through all the crap in the regular season, Mike, you were in pro sports. Dude. Dude, that should not be difficult. I don't care how tired you are. I remember, I'm not DeMarcus Lawrence. He's 100 times better than I ever was. I remember being 29 years old in the major leagues and fighting to get back there because in 05 and 06, I was in AAA the whole time. And I remember my arm killing me. And I was like, screw it. I want to pitch because I don't know if I'm going to get more opportunities to pitch in the major leagues. Yes. This dude has played 10 years in the NFL. His career is almost completely over. And the dude could have cared less to advance in the playoffs. He's like, I don't care. None of my teammates before me ever advanced here in Dallas. It doesn't matter. It's terrible. And you look at him as the leader of that defense, too. I mean, and I've said it before. Well, then that explains some things about other players on the and, defense. And it ain't Micah. I'll tell you that. Micah Parsons certainly in viewed as a leader in that locker room right now. Uh, and Demarcus Lawrence was kind of your guy. He's breaking down everybody after going into the locker room in pregame. He's the one that's motivated. And, and you watch the tape. He's showing up, snap in, snap out. But that was, uh, gosh, I hated hearing that yesterday from Demarcus Lawrence. How do you guys prefer to watch the Super Bowl? Do you like family? Is it friends? Is it by yourself? What is your preferred method to watch the Super Bowl? I think my fondest have probably been with family. Yeah. Uh, because then it's also somewhat by myself. Like, they get it. They're not talking the whole time. We're kind of just able to really enjoy and remember the game. Mm-hmm. Now, as I've gotten older in life, uh, it's definitely more family, you know, like a Super Bowl party. But I find myself not being able to focus as much because there's a lot of talking. Maybe mm-hmm. there's some alcohol involved. And all of a sudden, it's like, holy crap, what just happened on this drive? I haven't been paying attention and locked in. Yeah, I'm, when I watch my buddies, I'm, I'm by halftime, I'm, I'm moving on. Yeah. Uh, and But when I'm watching with my family, and I do now, that is what we do. All five of us get together. We have prop bets. We do the, we do the whole sheet and everything. We get together. There's a pot for everybody to try and win. Nice. And it's a lot of fun for, for the kids love it, man. So that's a lot more fun for me now because I'm getting to see their experience in it. And that's, that's probably what my parents were experiencing whenever I was little because we all, we all did the same thing. We were always together, tight group. The one thing I don't love about the Super Bowl is I want to go back and watch certain plays like a few times. And usually you can just make that up in a regular football game going through the commercials. But in the Super Bowl, I feel like you're almost obligated to watch the commercials now for a yes. giveaway segment on Monday. But, yeah. Which one's more overrated? Brian asked us this on Krusty's Corner last week. Is it the commercials or is it the halftime show? Because I think it's the halftime show. I don't think it ever really lives up to the hype. Uh, yeah, I felt like there was a, a stretch where commercials kind of lagged. Like you were just like, meh, on some of them. Some I, of them they released way before, and yeah. so their yeah. big commercial, you've already seen it. You're like, oh, I, I enjoyed that commercial a couple weeks ago. And yeah. then you're like, oh, that was their Super Bowl commercial. The, and the other thing about, about the halftime show, it's two different worlds. Some people are trying to nail the in-stadium in experience. The Black Eyed Peas tried to nail the both of them. Like, they tried to get both the visuals for TV and for inside. And we heard, like, at home, it looked bad. But on everybody else said in-stadium, it was really good. So it's always weird because you're trying to get both, uh, both accomplished, and they just haven't made it translate that same way. I do like watching at home. My wife could care less about football. She's probably watched Couldn't. 10 minutes of football. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and then my daughter doesn't care at all. She's not at home anymore. Your boys my, do, though, My right? 14-year-old doesn't like football at all. Really? Yeah, he's, he's basketball, baseball. Okay. And then my, my 15-year-old I, is interested. He'll, he'll definitely watch. 
But we, I just would rather do it at home. Just there's too yeah. much distraction. I tell my wife if we are going somewhere, we're leaving at halftime. That's okay. my rule is if we okay. want to go to a friend's house and there's going to be 20 people there, fine, first half. But second half, I want to be home and watch the second half at home. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. we got Zach Wolchuk with us. And now it's time for some Masterpiece of the Week. Yo, what's up, boys? Holy hey, hey, Alec. Hey. Long time There's no speak. To, there's a lot to live up to because your last masterpiece of the week was freaking legendary. That was one of maybe four or five times that I've cried laughing at work. And, yeah, it's going to be hard to top. And, Mike, I wish you would have done the bad boy stuff, like, maybe four <laughs> minutes before because I just well, now was able to pull that segment. So I don't have week. that on hand. But Throw it's going to be great next week. -bag for G-Bag of the Day because that, that was brilliant. Yeah, Watch that's going to be incredible. I did have Mike talking about this earlier. And the more I listen to it, the more I hate it. Are you a gulper or a sipper? <laughs> water we we're talking about water right like i because i oh i had my water and emmett smith's water and i didn't know which one oh. was which that was the beginning of the show there's one that had less water yeah, now, so i thought it, if you're a gulper maybe you're the less water guy what if it ends up being like like mike now all of a sudden you can be a professional running yes back, damn it. well i've you know i've had a couple of stumbles uh and so like that was i had one this morning and kevin was like if you drink his he has great balance you wouldn't be falling yes he yeah. does so he's amazing resiliency Heart, toughness, grit. Sipper. Greatest of all time. Yeah. Doesn't get worn down by the playoffs. Definitely Kevin is a gulper. Like I don't know how games. you drink water, but Kevin, when he sees the water, he tries to squeeze it all out of the bottle like it won't come show out him. unless show you squeeze it. It gets into your Well, I, never mind. Yeah, I'm no, like, no, 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 I'm not going to finish that thought. And he squeezes it, and he's sucking at the same time. like Because the water comes out quicker. Like it's one of those Gatorade squeeze bottles. Yeah. It's already got a hold yeah, it's got a, the top. Yeah. Man, we're off to it. We're off start. It's like already. the squirters <laughs> they've got on the, the, the size of the hole's not going to change, I don't think. Thanks, Mike. That'll be used <laughs> next week. Um, well, it's hard plastic mm -hmm, up there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, even greater. Uh, this is a great way to start Masterpiece of the Week where we relive some of the best and dumbest things said on this uh, very show <laughs> 10 to 2. I'm sorry, Alec. I, I have to. He said it's hard plastic. That's why they call it the H spot. Oh, there you go. Come on, bro. Well done. It's a family show. Is it? Is it? Y'all kept talking it's about holes, and to peel the curtain back, sometimes I name these things like one word. And I don't remember what it is. And I just have this one written as Corey Holes. So let's okay. play it. You throw it in the hole, and you got uh, one large hole, a couple small ones that you throw it into. Yeah, there's a that's the thing over there. Kevin, look over there. Mm -hmm. Big hundred point hole. Is there a big hole and two little holes? Pre-baby. And there's yeah. actually. Don't say that. And then there's the 200 hole, Somebody which is smaller, and the 300 hole is the smallest. Yeah, so that's what it is. <laughs> But I do say holes a lot on this show. You dig won. It up, dumb holes. What? I did win. <laughs> I beat you that You did, 1,800 nice to 1,700. And I never even tried it again. Yeah, we should, I never saw if I could get a better score. There's some monster of a human being over there. I'm assuming he's an offensive lineman or a defensive he's tackle. He's hat. So, he's going to try nice. the holes. Well, Back Mike, to you, Alec. I was able to isolate this from a few minutes ago just to give you a preview for next Friday. Oh, I don't know God. if I'm a bad boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, there's so much more to that one, but that was Zach, really good. Zach, you missed good. it, but a lady propositioned me by cracking her whip and saying, hey, bad boy. Okay, in like a Catwoman suit? 
Was it, it was leather, black, black leather? leather yeah, thong-ish. she tried to proposition uh, Eric and I as well the first night we were out yeah. here. It's like, hey, boys, you ready to party? If Eric, Eric wasn't there, though. I guess you walking. guys didn't look no. like a bad boy. No, I, I, I looked can't like do a that, bad man. boy. If you weren't there, though. Then it would, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't think he would have either. But okay. Gosh, right. it was tempting. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, except for when Kevin Hagland is on the radio. I want you to extend it as long as possible. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> I don't see what the problem is with that. Wow. Whether you're talking about yourself or an experience, both seem logical. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I stand by that. Not I'm all not experiences need to be extended, though. That's right? true. Mike with a very broad statement. Donuts and coffee. Coffee is very yeah, tasty. They're not just for cops. <laughs> Wait, what? hold on. What was that last? What was that last part that you said? They're not just for cops. Yeah, <laughs> donuts yeah, and coffee. Because, oh. Coffee is very yeah. tasty. They're not just for cops. <laughs> I also like Corey flying in there with the clutch. Coffee is very <laughs> donuts tasty. are tasty as well. I don't know why. Yeah, I but throw donuts and though, coffee yeah. together is very tasty. You get a little bit of the kind of bitterness of your coffee the with the sweetness of a donut. It's sweet. a great combination that we seem to just apply sweet to like cops donut. like donuts and coffee. Well, so does everybody else. Everyone I think. loves that. You know, coffee is an acquired taste. Donuts is an acquired taste. You give a donut to everybody Noah. Loves Noah's going to town <laughs> on a donut. You give him a cup of coffee, he's going to be like, "What the crap did you just put in front of me?" <laughs> Knock that crap over yeah. and be like, "No." And you still can't read. Mike, I'm was this? He cannot. Mike, was this tasty? I told Bobby Flay I like his meatloaf. <sighs> Mike. Yeah. He said with balsamic vinaigrette. I went over there. I wanted to meet Bobby Flay. That's what he called it. And I was telling him that my favorite thing to cook of his is his meatloaf. Oh. And it has onions and peppers and zucchini in it, so the kids even get vegetables in it without even knowing. Wow. And then there's a balsamic glaze on top of it. He knew what I was talking about. Glaze. You said meat instead of meatloaf. You, you told him, I love your meat. That's what you said. Yeah, okay. and his wife was right there. I know who his wife is. Just she high five you? Yeah, she smiled. <laughs> I didn't know he was married. Yeah. I thought he was dating uh, Jada De Laurentiis for a while. The other married to Mrs. Flay. Oh, okay. Supposedly, well, I won't say all the things that I know from somebody who knows. Okay, that. we'll, we'll no, talk about that off here. Yeah. Oh no! Wow, That's I like it. to think, I like to think that this is what Corey would say if he was my wingman. His physical size should mean nothing to you at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's all about it's all about the effort, the desire, the work that he's going to put in. I was just picturing <laughs> Alec next to you. He's physical size. Yeah, this guy right here, hero. All right, he's gonna go hero ball on you. Get ready for this one. Yeah, man. I, Alec. Yes, I promise. Wait till he takes his shirt off. (laughs) Yeah, this is what Mike would say if he was my wingman. Ninety-nine percent of men want his body. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Get him a little red. (laughs) Which body was that? I'm trying to remember. I don't even remember. Uh, A player. Is Adonis Adolis Garcia? That's what it is. Somebody called him Adonis, and I was like, "Dude, everybody Adonis. wants yeah. everybody wants to look like that." <laughs> we do have a celebrity entrance here. Uh, Kellen Winslow Sr. was on with you guys yesterday, and this is just—I don't—I don't even know how to set this up. This is just good. Just because you shower together, you—they <laughs> think you should stay in touch. To me, I'm voting for the Hall of Famer. That's incredible. I don't know how many more we have to go, but to me, that one was the winner. Because when he said that, because I've talked about how many men I've showered with. It's countless. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Not like in a regular. And so is Kellen Winslow. Countless. Not in a regular one-headed shower. Like, you're not. You're in a a big room of, like, six to ten shower heads. Yeah. And you're. 
Just washing yourself, Are there more getting than ready for the rest of the people night. In there? Pass the soap. Do people double up shower heads? For fun? No. <laughs> no. For fun. <laughs> was that a question? Or you were on the road with your roommate, and he's like, hey, I'm going to turn the shower hey, on. You're so, like, I guess I got to Hey, you're so dumb. Scoot over. <laughs> this is so dumb. You're, hey, I don't know. The water's too hot. I'm turning it down. <laughs> Oh, she always, she always it, has it so hard. Women love the water like at 140 oh, degrees. Yeah. I'm like, what is your deal? Yeah, I don't How is this not burning your skin off right now? We've got to have a little area to sit in now and wait. Anyways. Oh, how nice. No, we don't, share, we don't share shower heads. <laughs> we can complain can about how many now? shower heads there are in there, like a YMCA, but, yeah. I mean, we don't shower together on the same head. Well, that's, that's one good. real quick. Corey, is this what you do while you wait? Hold on, you're not. You're saying don't dismantle a nine-year-old kid. <laughs> what? 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 Oh my what? God! Hold on. What? <laughs> <laughs> that yes, I am saying that. What? Don't, oh my God! Don't dismantle a nine-year-old. You know kid. what? I'm. I'm. That's a. I, I remember, remember what that's from. Who was the kid? Who was the kid? What it was, was the kid that Deadspin's getting sued over because they put up that dumbass article with yes. so many factual inaccuracies. Yes, I appreciate you bringing that to, to light, Kevin. I am voting for the Hall of Famer. Yeah. He was one He was one of my favorite interviews this week. He played along with all the bits. He was great. Kellen Winslow Sr. I am voting for Corey defiantly saying don't dismantle a nine-year-old because <laughs> that feels like good advice. Yeah. I think that is good advice. I'm going with Mike in the shower. Oh, mm. oh a new vote. I'm going with Kellen Winslow Sr. because I don't know if the Hall of Famers ever won the KNC masterpiece of the week, of the day, of the week. Of the year. It's been like four years, Mike. <laughs> More than that, I think. Four and a half. It feels like a lifetime. Masterpiece of the week. I think that we've never had a Hall of Famer win Masterpiece of the week. Yeah, let's I'm make it a gentleman's favorite. sweep. Why not? Just because you shower together, you they think you should stay in touch. <laughs> Man, He's that feels like a good line to drop here. Can you imagine there. when I got like called up on the Rangers, I'm showering with Michael Young, and say, since we've showered together, can I have your number? <laughs> can While I you're in the number? shower with him? You're well, like, after we get out of the oh, shower. After, we're shower they, buddies. Because otherwise it'd be weird. Oh, yeah, it'd be weird in the shower. Hey, can I have your number? Oh, I don't know if I'm a bad boy. Oh my god. <laughs> I'd have a lot of numbers. That's masterpiece. You of would the have week. a lot of numbers. Ladies and gentlemen, we're the KNC masterpiece right here it. on 105 through the fan, live on Radio Row in Vegas. Coming up next, let's chit chat with those fellas from the rest of the G Bag Nation right here on 105 through the fan. Second down eight for the Chiefs at the Dolphin 12. Mahomes throws right side. Top Rice at the five. Kansas City. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. Thank you once again to the Low T Center. Best Buy Windows and Siding for making this trip happen. And always thank you to DM Leasing for our chit chat with those fellas from the G Bag Nation. Gentlemen, how is you today? Awesome. It's just so great to be heading for a football uh, you know, Sunday and a football Friday show for us. Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. It, it really makes me wish, though, that all sports would do just a Super Bowl. Like, we don't need seven for the NBA Finals. Let's just build to a crescendo after the conference finals for two weeks, and then boom, right there. Let's have the one-game winner take all. Have you heard what Scott Boris wants for the World Series, which might be too much? He wants the first two games to be a Super Bowl deal. So you're guaranteed it's at a neutral site every year. The first two games are a neutral site World Series 
and then home field kicks in for hmm. games three through seven. Yeah, NFL's definitely onto something here. I don't know if the other sports can borrow it, but I'd love to see it. I, I would as well. Now, speaking of watching the game, what's your what's your food setup looking like? Like, what's your go-to? Do you host a party usually, or do you host people? And what do you like to have set up for the food? I'm probably going to be too burnt out to uh, <laughs> have a Super Bowl party. Legs are too tired. Yeah, it's just been too long of a football season, and I'm burnt out, man. Pretty gassed, man. Pretty fatigued. Hey, yeah, I feel like excuse. every time I cook, it's like I'm cooking for the Super Bowl. Okay. You know. Always beat so Sean I'm probably doing. I'm probably doing queso, to be honest. I'm probably just going to have queso and some taco meat and stuff like that. Yeah, I think the quesos, the dips are hugely important on Super Bowl Sunday. 100%. Obviously, the headliner's oftentimes going to be the chicken wings. Yeah. Um, unless you're doing like a – are you doing a brisket or, or something? You know, ribs, I think. I could ribs, be talked into it. I, th- I like a Super Bowl rib. I really do. But oh. it's all about the dips. Uh, so if you got to have a variety, the buffalo chicken dips – uh, the quesos of the world. I think that's all important. No community dips, okay? Everybody's got their own dip bowl. You do what you want with it. Is this yeah. the time of year when I said it was the Spanish artichoke? Yes, yes artichoke you did. Dip. And we were like, what are you talking about? And you How like, do we feel about chili? I'm kind of thinking of Super Bowl chili. I love Super Bowl chili. Love good, chili. Dude. Love chili. It sounds move. nice and hearty. My, After uh, talking with Andrew Zimmern yesterday, I felt like I needed to get something nice and warm. That actually brings yeah. up something because my wife's company had a, uh, a soup competition at work yesterday. And the winner was chili. And chili is not soup. That uh, is not so, soup. Uh, so I'm pretty disappointed in the way that works. It now. is soupy in Cincinnati. Yeah. So when you do that noodle chili, skyline, skyline <laughs> chili, oh, God. It, it is soupy. And that's why I think it's the most, water and the noodles. Yeah, most Texans <laughs> don't like it because yeah. it's a soupy chili. Yeah, let's throw on 25 pounds of cheese and hope for the best. Hey, you put cheese on it. Yeah. It couldn't hurt. Tim Collins is over here and, like, nodding his head, like, in enjoyment of that garbage. <laughs> Woo! Now, they did a survey, and they've got favorite foods for the Super Bowl for every single state. For Texas, it was pizza. And you order a lot of pizza. Yeah. Do, do you think pizza is just a staple of, maybe it's not the main thing. But That's a give up. Yeah, it's well, very yeah, easy we'll to do, pizza right? There it's too. a give up. Yep. You call it's up a place a and get up. 10 pizzas and you're good yeah. to go. Yeah, but how, how early do you have to put that call in? Is that a Saturday pre-order situation? Ooh. I ran into that problem once before with wings when we were just ordering them. And we try to order them on game day and they're like, sorry. That's where fast, I call them fast food pizzas, delivery pizza places, the apps that they have now, you can pre-order your pizza right now to be ready at 4 p.m let's say yeah you need that yeah and and so but i bet if you at 4 p.m try to put in an order Mm -hmm. they're gonna say you got a 45 minute to an hour 15 wait until we can get this pizza off the oven yeah that time certainty is very important you don't want that sitting around yes you know you don't want it you don't you don't don't want it to get stale on you but i feel like it is a great go-to especially if you don't want to cook or you're not good at it yeah what about the nacho? Are nachos oh, yeah. a big player for y'all Super Bowl? You know, it was a big disappointment. Yesterday, Eric and I were going to go try out Guy Fieri's uh, trash can nachos. Oh, yeah. And the lady at the front literally told us not to get them. She's wow. like, they get soggy. Um, you, you're better off maybe ordering everything individually and kind of building your own nachos. Oh. She's like, I don't know who's back there. Um, it depends on the chef. She's like, yeah, whoever's making it that's, makes a huge difference. Guy's so I'm like, not here. Okay. I was, yeah, I was yeah. very upset. We were looking forward to this, so we said, uh, called an audible. Said we're not doing this. We went to Gordon Ramsay's fish anyway? and chips. No, we didn't. I had the fish and chips last night and got a side of shrimp just to try it. It was very good. Very good. The Chips, not so much, but the fish yeah. itself was delicious. Yes. The fish was awesome. The huh? fish was great. 
the batter. It was like a it was Fluffy, rich. Did you tartar sauce. What did you do? Tartar. The tartar. Yeah. Tartar, tartar was a, a good tartar. Did sauce. you go vinegar on there? Malt vinegar was no, really good. No, I I sprinkled the lemon juice. Who's y'all's prediction for Sunday? Chiefs. Chiefs. 49ers for me. Me too. Chiefs. Idiot. Chiefs. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm not betting. Like, we can bet on this game here. I'm not betting on this game. I do not feel comfortable about this game. Too close, man. What did you say, Gavin? Chiefs. Chiefs because of Mahomes. This is a tough thing. You, you Do you bet the quarterback or do you bet the team? Well, I, you know, I think the Chiefs have a great defense too. But, yes, I bet the, I bet the quarterback because he's just got such a history of it at this point. Like uh, Trey Wingo was giving us his his playoff record is it, it's fifteen and three, yeah. fourteen just, and three, fourteen and three. three. Yeah. yeah, he's been the underdog twelve times in his life in Vegas. He's nine and three as the underdog, <laughs> and uh, in the win, playoffs winning he's the game, three not covering the spread, yeah. just winning the game. In playoffs he's, nine and he's three. three and zero as an underdog. What do you guys got coming up on the program today? Pure gold as always, Hagee. Thanks yes. for asking. I hope you guys have a great uh, trip on back to DF Dub. Uh, we have a combination at three fifteen. You're looking at Brandon Cooks and Stephon Gilmore same time Woo. well i want to say thanks to the guy who looks like will Luca. they be burnt out during the conversation we'll have to ask him oh okay. man I, that is oh, a great man. question but thank you very much to all the great guests this week we had jim mcmahon aaron taylor rod woodson steve Largent, warren sapp kellen winslow senior tony pollard tony khan michael Irvin. it was an excellent week and thank you guys all for rocking with us we'll be back in the metroplex on monday 10 a.m to 2 p.m right here on 105.3 the fan say good night vegas Good night, Vegas. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.